Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. As well as our Sunday school, which comes on Fridays at 7 p.m. as well. Um, all of those are live. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C dot slash 10 of meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now back to our service. Welcome to Tender Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana. And today... We are going to be going through the book of Ephesians. One. One. We're going to start in Ephesians 1 and we're going to go through the whole book of Ephesians 1 through 6 eventually. Okay. Give you a little background on Ephesians. Ephesians is a book that is written by Paul. Depending on which scholar you believe <laughs> it was between this book was written in 62 BC I mean AD 62 AD but depending on what scholar you believe or listen to it could be between 62 AD all the way up to 100 AD some say Paul himself wrote this. Some say uh, in the later years that somebody else wrote it and put Paul's name there and wrote it in the style of Paul. Mm -hmm. I tend to believe that Paul wrote this himself. Okay. okay. We're going to go with that. <laughs> We're going to see where in this book, Ephesians 1, is going to capture how Paul talks to these people. Now, mind you, he's in Rome mm -hmm. in jail mm -hmm. when he wrote this. Mm -hmm. He's going to start by talking about before time, during the time Christ was here, and a time to come. All of that is in this first chapter. Mm -hmm. He writes about the whole gambit of Christ's walk in this one chapter. As we will soon find out as we go through these, through this book. So, with all that being said, it starts out. In Ephesians 1 and 1, 
He says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. When you hear the greeting from Paul, Paul allows you to understand that all of these things, when he says grace to you, peace from God, he lets you know that by being in Christ, I can pray for you, I can talk to you in Christ from God. If you are not in Christ, you don't have that ability to do that. Being in Christ is so important, and we're going to see why in the scriptures. So his greeting was grace to you, peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. He says in 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Now, we don't know how many blessings that is. <laughs> right? He said he has blessed us in, in Christ with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. How is that? Because from the spirit on which our blessings come from is the same source for everyone. The Holy Spirit has all the blessings. It has all the spiritual things that you would need. We don't know the capacity of what that means of God's Holy Spirit. But we have access to it. Mm -hmm. <coughs> you ever thought about your cell phone? Mm -hmm. I used to work at uh, Radio Shack and I used to tell people, people would ask me, what all can this phone do? And I would tell people, the phone is only as good as the user. Mm. There you go. <laughs> because everybody has the phone and they have different use for it. Mm -hmm. Some might need to get online, some people don't get online. Right. Mm -hmm. Some people have a Facebook and all of the social media, some people don't have social media. All they need to do is talk on their phone with it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's only going to do what you need it to do. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like when you get the Holy Spirit, you're only going to use it for what you need it for. But it's capable of doing way more than that. You see? We'll never be able to tap wholly into what the Holy Spirit is capable of and what it can do in this human body. We just do what God tells us to do. And watch how it goes forth. Mm -hmm. Even Jesus himself, when he walked and he was doing all his miracles and stuff, he said, you'd be able to do more than this. Right. Because mm -hmm. 
Because Jesus understood that the Holy Spirit, what he was using it for, he needed to do what he did with it, but it could do way more. It was capable of doing way more than he was able to do when he walked here on earth. You see? For it says, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. As he chose us before the foundation of the world, we were all ready to be holy. Remember the scripture, we always talk about this because this is a holiness church. And we talk about how the scripture says, how God says, be holy for I am holy. Right. Right. The scripture here says, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, before he even created anything, we were chosen to be here. Mm -hmm. And we were chosen to be holy right. first. Mm -hmm. Before we even got here, we were chosen to be holy. It's just like when you go to school. When you first go to school on first day of school, I've had teachers tell me, Everybody has an A when they first start. Right. By the end of the semester, everybody don't have an A. <laughs> mm -mm. Right? Mm. It's what you do between that first day and the end of that semester. Mm. That in between is going to shape and mold whether you get the A or not. What we do on this earth is going to depend on where we go. So, before the foundation of the earth, we were in God. That's what it says. It says, even as he chose us in him. So, for us to get back in him like we were before, we have some work to do. Right. We have to stay holy and blameless before him. Right? Mm -hmm. We have to stay holy and blameless before him. Mm -hmm. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ. According to the purpose of his will. Mm -hmm. Now we were already predestined for adoption. Mm -hmm. Through Jesus Christ. All of this is predestined before the foundation of the earth. Right. Our whole lives are written out before then. All we have to do is, this is why it's so important when you hear people say walk with Christ. Or you have to walk with Christ. Or you'll walk with Christ. Because you're already predestined. To be in Christ. To be holy. And to get back in him. Our job is to when we get here. Is to walk with Christ. And follow that path. That will get us back in him. You see? Yeah. According to the will and his purpose. 
6 says, To the praise of his glory, glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. Which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight. Now, God has given us all the tools we need. Right? He's given us grace. He's given us riches. He's lavished us um, with wisdom and insight. So, we have the full armor of God. But we have to learn how to use it. Yeah. God gives us all the tools. It, it, it makes no difference if you have a whole tool chest mm -hmm. full of tools and a house to build but don't know how. Right. You can have all the bricks, all the stuff, all the, all the walls, the concrete, the nails, the, all the tools you need to build a house mm -hmm. but no instruction. Right? Right? Mm -hmm. It's like having a car with no key. It's not going to do you any good. Right. <laughs> so in him we have redemption in seven. Through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to his riches and grace, which he has lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mysteries of his will. According to his purpose. Which he set forth in Christ. Now. The mysteries of God's will. Is set forth in Christ. Which means you won't know these mysteries. Until you get in Christ. Mm -hmm. You see. Mm -hmm. You won't understand the mysteries of what God has for your life. Until you get in Christ. This is why you see people, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. I don't understand why your life is so great and mine sucks. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Why are you so happy and I'm not? Right. My wife gets that all the time at work. Why are you so happy? Yeah. People are mad because she's happy. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? Be sad sometimes. Yeah, you know. People get mad because you're happy. Right, right. They're not mad because you're happy. They're mad because they're not happy. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. that, that's it. That's it. And they're trying to understand what they're missing in their life that you have in yours. Right. Uh -huh. Right? Right. And it says, and, and, and the answer is, God has made known to me the mysteries uh -huh. of his will. Yeah. That is in Jesus Christ. That's, uh -huh. right. That's the answer. Yeah. Now, you don't have Jesus Christ, you won't get these mysteries. Uh -huh. Sure. 
It says, which he set forth in Christ. 10 says, as a plan for the fulfillment of time mm -hmm. to unite all things in him. Things in heaven and the things on earth. Now, his fullness of time is all, it says, the whole purpose of all of this and believing in Christ is because he's the link between the things in heaven and the things on earth coming together. Uh -huh. All of these things are coming together through Christ. So when they come together through Christ, you want to be part of that coming together part. You want to be in that coming together process. You see? Yeah. Eleven says, in him we have obtained an inheritance, having be, been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Now, we obtain this inheritance as we are obedient. We follow in the will of God, we obtain his, this inheritance. Mm -hmm. 12 says, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. Mm -hmm. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of, of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Once you decided to come to Christ, you had access to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It says, who is guaranteed, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of His glory. Now, he says this part, that the Holy Spirit is the guarantee. So all I have to do is come to Christ and I get the Holy Spirit and now I'm guaranteed to go to heaven. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's not what that means. Mm -hmm. That means when you come to Christ, you have access to the Holy Spirit. And uh -huh. when you tap into the Holy Spirit, He will show you how to stay in Christ uh -huh. so you can inherit mm -hmm. your inheritance. Uh -huh. The job after that is to follow the Holy Spirit. Wow. Once you have access to it, that's what you follow. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into all things. Mm -hmm. that's right. So what's the all things? In Christ. That's right. The Holy Spirit... And what we have to understand is that the Holy Spirit is interested in everything in Christ. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> right? That's right. Uh -huh. It's interested in all things in Christ mm -hmm. for you. 
right. I'm going to get you in Christ. I'm going to keep you in Christ. This is the Holy Spirit talking. Right. I'm going to show you how to stay in Christ. And when you fall out of Christ, I'm going to convict you so you can come back to Christ. <laughs> Repentance is in order. Right. That's what it's going to show you. Deliverance is in order. Uh-huh. Right. You allow the Holy Spirit to shape and mold you, you will be fine. Right. Right? Uh-huh. That's what his job is. That's right. 15 says, For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints. I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord, Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. In the scriptures you hear, you see where Paul is, he loves the Ephesians. They stand in Christ. He's hearing good things about them. So as he hears these things, you know, he's he's overwhelmed with their zeal for God. So he prays for them. He prays that they get more revelation knowledge in God. You can never have enough of that. Right. <laughs> Having the eyes of your hearts in 18 enlightened that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you mm-hmm. what are the riches of his glory inheritance and the saints uh-huh. having the eyes of your hearts enlightened Giving you new revelations, new hopes, new understanding uh-huh. in which he has called you. Uh-huh. He's telling all these people, they're all called. Uh-huh. Remember it says many are called but few are chosen. Why is it only few chosen? Because it's only a few that are going to him. Everybody in church ain't ain't there for church. Uh-huh. But the ones who are there for God, He's giving all of these gifts to. Uh-huh. It's funny because you'll see somebody in church that's just growing and growing and growing, and the people around them in the church is getting madder and madder and madder at them. Uh-huh. And as you see yourself getting pulled away from the people in the church mm-hmm. you're getting further away from the people in the church because God is growing you mm-hmm. and they're not trying to go where you're going right. but you just keep going mm-hmm. and don't get despaired in what, how people are treating you uh-huh. as long as God is still blessing you uh-huh. right Right. 19 says 
And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe? According to the works of his great might that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. He has immeasurable greatness and power. It says, and we have access to that. As long as we stay attached to the Holy Spirit, we have access to it. Sorry. 20 says that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and he seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places. So, once Jesus died on the cross and rose again, he was seated on the right hand. But he had more things to do. And we still have access to that. It wasn't that Jesus was just done with everything. Right. Because as we use this Holy Spirit, he's still working. Right. 21 says, For above all rule, and authority, and power, and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. Remember, at the end of the book of John, he says, I am with you until the end. Mm -hmm. Remember? Right. So he's always working. He didn't stop because he left here. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you read the book of Revelation, he still has a lot to do, still. And all of this is to get us back to God. Uh -uh. That's right. Everything he's doing is to get us back to God. That's right. Remember we read earlier how he's the mediator between bringing earth and heaven together. Uh -huh. That's right. 22 says, And he put all things under his feet, gave him a head over all things to the church. Right? That's right. You made him head over the church. There's no head above Christ That's right. in the church. 23 says, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in it. Who fills all in all. Now, when you look at the, the head, he's the head of the church, which means we are the body. Uh-huh. So, you can see how God gave everything over to him because God made him the head of this church. Mm -hmm. Which means, <laughs> Jesus is responsible for all of us. Right. Right. <laughs> so, if you are not now, God is only going by what Jesus said according to us going into heavenly places. Mm -hmm. So, if you're not in the body uh -huh. of Christ, and Christ is the head, mm -hmm. there is no other body or function to be in. Right. You see? 
Jesus has the church. Uh -huh. So if you're not in the church or the body of Christ, there is no other body to be in. Uh -huh. Not only that, but there is no other body or function that God recognizes except the church. Right, right, right. You see? Mm -hmm. There's nothing outside of that. Right. God tells you in Revelation, in the book of Revelations, outside outside of the New Jerusalem where Jesus is, it's just whoremongers and there's nothing. Uh-uh. <laughs> murderers and all of these different things. So it's nothing good outside the body. Which God has nothing to do with. He's only concerned about the people that Jesus has kept. And that has kept him. So are you saying if I'm not if I'm not in Christ I can't go to heaven? I'm saying exactly that. That's right. There is no way to get to heaven right. or any heavenly place uh -huh. without Christ in your life. Right. If you don't have Christ Jesus, you have nothing. But we tend to believe that we can go these other routes and these other things and those places are dead ends. Uh -huh. right. You don't know what you're doing to your life. Right. Paul was overwhelmed with the people in Ephesus in this first chapter because they were doing what he wanted them to do according to scripture. And they was following Jesus Christ. They was following the teachings. And he was happy about that. And he's in jail. Writing happy letters. Encouraging letters. Now he's in jail encouraging the people. He's in jail in Rome. Encouraging folks. To stay in Christ. That's a powerful thing. Right? This is how you can be in bondage here on earth, but still be free. Right. And we have to realize that. That there is nothing that can stop you from being free in Christ but you. Paul met these uh, Ephesians and he was so happy with them and this is why we have to do the same thing we have to encourage one another we have to stay in Christ we have to make Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior uh -huh. right? right and watch God move in our lives mm -hmm. and in the lives of the people around us. Uh -huh. We are very important to the people around us. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Bibles tell you the life that you lead is not your own. Uh -huh. That's right. 
Because a lot of people counting on you to stay in Christ. Right. Let alone Jesus counting on you to stay in Christ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't know how many people are still on this earth today because you are in Christ. Mm -hmm. Right. You don't? You know how many people God is saving for you, for your sake? Uh -huh. wow. This is why it's so important to witness to folks. Because these very people that you're talking to, God can say, okay, well, he's talking to them. I'll give them time to talk to them. All right. God will lead you to certain people and... They'll be okay as long as you're talking to them. Stay in Christ. Uh -huh. Follow God's um, rules and regulations. and Follow Jesus Christ. Uh -huh. And we learned that through Paul. Paul did a great job in these scriptures because he was telling these people, just really encouraging them and thanking them for staying in Christ. Letting them know, I'm praying for you guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, he's doing all of these things in jail. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In jail. So we really have to understand and lift up the people that are in our midst. Lift up the leaders. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Paul was a great leader. Keep your leader lifted up. The good ones anyway. Amen. 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 Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for these scriptures today. We thank you for allowing us to see the book of Ephesus in the first chapter. And how we see how Paul was just encouraging and he was so happy to see that these people were doing a great job in Christ. And we would like to follow in the footsteps of the Ephesians at this point and really, truly be serious about our salvation. Father, we thank and praise you. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray uh -huh. and say, Amen. Amen. Stay blessed and faithful. Uh -huh. Hi. Thanks for watching Tenant Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button or the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.